This is the WMAY Morning News Feed. Chris Murphy, Greg Bishop, 738 on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. We are now joined by Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell. Sheriff Campbell, good morning to you. And first of all, you know, we had in the first half hour Pastor Eric Hansen on talking about uh, his uh, discourse with you and, and, and very complimentary about uh, the fact that you had to tell him no as far as uh, putting the drive through uh, things together. What kind of other uh, events are people asking you about and what are you saying to them? We get uh, periodic phone calls uh, about certain businesses or even kids get together and playing basketball in the playgrounds. Those are the typical ones that we've been fielding calls about, but luckily we're not having to respond to a lot of these incidents. So people are understanding you know, the significance of this executive order from the governor and uh, his request to keep everybody separated. So we're not having a lot of problems with it, uh, but we do understand that it's it's very complicated and it's uh, very frustrating to most of the public. When it comes to uh, this this church issue, um, you know, Pastor Hansen's been open with his, his communications that he's had with you, saying you guys had good heart-to-hearts. What other kinds of conversations have you had with, um, with, with religious leaders in the community? And are they, I, I don't want to necessarily say compliance, but are they uh, hearing the advice and, and taking it to heart? Or are you feeling that there is a growing sense of kind of pushback against this uh, uh, whole stay-at-home order? Truthfully, uh, the only conversation I had was with Pastor Hansen, and we I did not field any other phone calls or text messages from any other uh, churches or ministers. And I do want to speak to Pastor Hansen how, uh, how well that uh, he understood. Uh, the, certainly our conversation was very professional, uh, very open and honest with each other. And I think there are a lot of areas that we shared the same philosophy, but my job at the end of the day is public safety and enforcing the governor's executive order, and uh, you know he did he did not even hesitate that that he would comply um, with you know he he had frustration, and uh, again I think that we uh, we were very open and honest with each other and and uh, decided we'd see where this went going forward. But he did assure me that they would um, you know comply with that order, and he did. And I and I watched his service online, so I, I appreciated that. Sheriff Jack Campbell's with us on the morning news feed on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Sheriff Campbell, do you do you see, though, uh, if this does get extended past May 1st, is do you and your department geared up for people being a little more uh, skirting the law or, or trying to get away with more things on the order? We discuss it in our staff meetings, and we will continue to discuss that with our, with our shift supervisors if they are presented with the situation and we have given them you know the the uh, ability to contact us by phone if they run into something that is just out of the ordinary normally our supervisors and even our deputies are trained to handle these things on their own but we understand this is a very complicated a very emotional issue so we're we will continue to talk about it as we come closer to that date and we, we i think we all collectively hope that we can uh, get back to life as normal and we don't like this at all um we we you know, share some of the same uh, passion that, that many of these groups do that of wanting to get together and celebrate the way we're used to it. But right now, as I said, my job is public safety. And if there's any chance that, you know, anything could happen to somebody, it's, it's my job to try to do my best to, to ensure that it doesn't happen. Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell joins us with the WMAY morning news feed. And Sheriff, I asked uh, Pastor Hansen to square this up. He couldn't, but I'll ask you. Uh, I am going to go to the hardware store after I leave here, pick up some essential stuff. 
I'm going to see a parking lot full of cars and people getting out of their cars close together. Uh, Hopefully, they're practicing that six-foot distancing. Uh, They're going to go into the store. Some people are going to be wearing masks. Others aren't. Um, Why is that continuing, but something under the First Amendment of, you know, freedom of assembly and and freedom to practice religion, uh, even through a drive-in service, why is that not exempt? I don't disagree with some of this. Um, I have my own frustrations, and certainly our local businesses are frustrated why you can go to a big box store and walk across an aisle and buy a pair of shoes, and you can't go into a local running store and buy a pair of shoes. I, I agree wholeheartedly with some of that, but I didn't write the executive order. My job is to enforce it, and you know we, we will have to, again, you know, handle these on a as you know as as needed basis and i uh, i believe that part of the issue is that when you when you lumped everybody into two categories of essential and non-essential you you basically painted a line and i think there's things that fall in between there of, of low risk um that that uh, maybe could have been allowed because of the, the the very low chance somebody could be affected and i think that pastor hansen's plan was a very low risk plan but it was still in in violation in violation of the governor's executive order so that was the conundrum we were in trying to decide how to um how to uh, reconcile all this and and again i want to thank pastor hansen and and his understanding and and i look forward to more conversation with him Sheriff Jack Campbell's with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed at 744 News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Sheriff, let's get to operations here a little bit. You know, how are things different for you responding for a call now as opposed to before the pandemic hit? It starts out with our dispatch center and working with Director Mueller out there. We've asked our dispatchers to ask a lot of questions on the phone before we respond as to whether anybody in the house has any flu-like symptoms, certainly if they've been tested for covid and we've encouraged our deputies to uh, to have people come outside. If you want to talk, if if there's a if we need to make a theft report, to bring people outside on the porch and, and just you know have more of an open air uh, spacing. But also, if you guys recall, we had enacted uh, online reporting, and I did that right after the first of the year that I've been working on for my entire first year in office, and we actually got the program up and running. So that's actually added uh, an, another option for us to. Uh, point people towards our online reporting. So in addition to that, we've given everybody their their masks, their gloves and goggles, and, and anything they could possibly need if faced with a, a crisis situation where they're respond, you know, required to, to go inside and, and maybe uh, help somebody out that has a medical issue and uh, or if somebody tests positive for COVID and we're in there on a domestic and we have to be in there. It's, uh, we, we, we feel like we've given them enough, the, uh, the PPE, that uh, they will be protected. Cook County, uh, their jail system up there has made national news for having um, an outbreak. Uh, what's it like in Sangamon County Jail right now? Are we seeing uh, any cases? How, how are you guys, uh, what kind of contingency plans do you have in place if there are such cases in Sangamon County Jail? Well, if you have any wood in front of you right now, Greg, please knock <laughs> on it because we, we uh, so far, so good. We've we've got uh, no cases in the jail. We we collectively have also reduced the headcount down. And I know I've talked to many groups on the phone about whether or not we can we can get more people out of our custody. But by through different uh, types of attrition, we've we've gotten the headcount down. We used to average about 330 a day. We're averaging down around 265 to 270 a day. So that gives us some breathing room. But we uh, we've so far, we have not seen any issues with employees, not with the inmates. We've uh, we've required all of our employees in the jail to wear uh, surgical masks every shift, every day. And as you guys know, a lot of that is so that they don't infect uh, the, the inmates. So the inmates are the people that are staying here, um, that we're cleaning, 
and uh, doing all we need to do in-house, but that they, our officers are the ones coming back and forth that have a possibility of bringing into the jail. And again, I want to thank them because they've done a great job, clearly, for, of, of keeping themselves healthy and wearing their mask and, and, and reducing those possibilities. Sheriff Jack Campbell's with us on the news feed, the morning news feed on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Sheriff, how are you guys doing on PPEs? Are you, have you got enough to get around? You know, we're so lucky. We've had people that have made private donations to us as well as, you know, the Illinois Sheriff's Association and our, our own public health department through the uh, the national stockpile has been able to get us uh, what we need. So we're we're lucky here in Salmon County that we've got enough for right now. We're not using a ton of it. Um, the guys are being very careful, uh, selective when to use it. And, um, you know, so far so good. Sheriff, uh, and kind of back to the um, uh, issue of uh, enforcing these orders. Uh, for you, as the the top law enforcement officer uh, in Sangamon County, next to Dan Wright, um, is there a line that you're not willing to cross? Like, for instance, if the governor just extends this for another month, um, when do you, as as an elected official, uh, law enforcement official, you know, in the county? What's that line for you? Well, I don't know if you can you can really uh, define it um, in, in those terms. I, I can tell you this: that uh, our daily meetings uh, uh, with this incident command and the information we receive from the Department of Public Health with our medical professionals kind of guide me as to what we need to do. And right now, we cannot make a mistake of erring on the side of, of ignoring some of this or allowing too much uh, freewheeling. We have to be very strict to overkill this right up front so we can get back to life as normal. And I understand my role. Uh, I do answer to the voters, and uh, I, I was sworn to uphold the Constitution, and I think there's people who will argue uh, about whether their constitutional rights are being violated, and I certainly can understand it. But right now, you know, we're following the governor's executive order, and we are erring on that side of protecting people. And I think that, first and foremost, is my job is to ensure public safety, and I think we're doing that right now. And finally, Sheriff Campbell, when you do come across a situation where a gathering is going on, maybe a party in a rural area or some, somewhere along that line, how are your deputies handling things, and what kind of uh, enforcement do you have to, uh, to put upon those people in case they don't disperse? Luckily, we have not had very many calls. I just checked this morning to see if we'd had anything over the weekend that I wasn't made aware of, and we just haven't had that many of uh, gatherings. I, I know Chief Winslow has mentioned he's had some, but we just haven't had any out in the, in the county. But our deputies have a lot of discretion, and we you know, are very careful in our hiring process that we hire people that, that can make good decisions and, and use common sense. And, you know, we we certainly are not interested in fining people uh, for, for, for a situation like this. And, and sometimes we're going to run into people that just don't understand quite what that edict was. So, you know, the, the, the instances I'm aware of, a couple businesses uh, were, were, were one place was open and it may have been kind of stretching the envelope a little bit. Another place is when it, when it first came into effect, uh, was open a few hours later than what they were supposed to be when the first, uh, the first night it went into effect. So we, we're getting pretty good compliance, but, uh, our deputies, I know, I know we use good discretion when to write something up and when just to tell people it's time to go home. Well, and, and finally here, uh, it, of course, a lot of focus is on Springfield proper, but there are rural communities outside of Springfield in Sangamon County that may have had like a corner pub. Mm-hmm. or a corner bar or something that's not mm-hmm. operating anymore. Are you getting calls about people having garage parties uh, or 
<laughs> we did. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie, Sheriff. I've seen some of that going on around some areas. I know. I know, and it's frustrating on our end. And certainly in some of these communities, uh, we have heard of that. But uh, most of these communities also have their own police department. And I've been in contact with these chiefs and and asked them if there's anything we can do to help you out. Is this you know in a small town, everybody knows everybody, and a lot of times the police chief may be friends with everybody in town. And we certainly understand our role to, to step in and help out. Uh, if we need to be, but uh, the the chiefs I've spoken to has said that they they were aware of it, they've handled it, and we've received no further complaints. Sheriff, listen, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it. And anytime you need us, you just give us a call, and we'll be. Thank uh, you guys. I appreciate right what you do. You, you bet. Betcha. No problem. Thanks, Thanks Sheriff Jack Campbell here at News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY.